Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here is the second half of our interview with Dan. If you haven't heard part one, make sure you go back to the feed and click on that first. Here is our second half. Um, Dan, I wanted to um, shift uh, shifting subject and um, talk to you about one of my favourite um, parts of your life story. So when you were in Rome, when you went to, you were studying in Rome, was that right, when you were a university student and you accidentally fell upon a, 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 a career that you that uh, yeah. didn't expect to tell us about that thumb a ride and make a little lunch money <laughs> yes I was, a, I, I was a teenage prostitute in Rome yes I how moved. did that come about it was a total accident it was well I you know what I was saying it's frustrating now because we can't leave the country if we don't like Trump it doesn't matter we can't leave if we wanted to um, but when Reagan was elected I was just getting out of high school and he had already been governor of California and had done so much damage and I thought I'm not hanging around here so I saved up a thousand bucks waiting tables and moved to Rome when I was 17. Uh, I had no credit cards, no friends, didn't speak Italian and uh, just decided that's that's going to be my new home for however long. And I, I did study in an old hole in the wall school. I learned Italian from street punks. It was really fun. My roommate um, was also uh, uh, he was studying over there. He d- we were both penniless. And he ended up coming home with all these groceries one night. And he said, you won't believe it. There's a street you can walk down by the Villa Borghese and cars will stop. It's like a hustler street for guys. And so I got in the car, I jacked this guy off and have like 50,000 lira to show from it. I was like, oh, my God, that's incredible. And I thought, I'm gay, but I don't really want to go to gay clubs because I'm punk and I couldn't stand the music. Uh, and here it was still so closeted of a time, you know, the early eighties in Italy. Um, uh, maybe I should, maybe I should work the streets and get paid to learn and then have, Oh, you know, figure it all out. Paid to learn, paid to learn the language. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you, and was, so, there much, um, was there conversational Italian whilst you're jacking someone off? <laughs> That's a bene, bene. There's a podcast. <laughs> I did. I, I walked down that same street. He, he told me about alone, wondering if I had the nerve to do it or not. And I was, I had bleached white hair. I had this like military uh, trench coat on. I just looked like I looked like a German Nazi punk, probably. Mm. Um, and uh, sure enough, the cars uh, started stopping. And I thought, I've got to really choose carefully here. So, you, you, you know, when you work the streets, you do become a very good judge of character because you have to judge in 10 seconds. Mm. Um, and so I let a few cars go by. Then a guy came along that didn't seem so so bad. And so I got in his car and... Um, 
he leaned over and, you know, put his hand on my on my thigh. And I thought, oh, God, I don't want to just have sex. If I'm going to do this, I have to be a, a, a true hustler. So I was afraid of being taken advantage of. And so uh, I just looked at him and very punk punk rock demeanor. I said, si paga prima, which means money up front. <laughs> 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 Look at I love you, that. balls of steel. And how, do, how much did you know to ask for? 50,000 lira. Flat, your flat and what was that down. equivalent yeah. to at the time? $50. And our rent was only $90 a month, so turn Hello. two tricks and you've got a whole, yeah. I, I wouldn't fuck or get fucked because it was the early AIDS time. Um, and so it was very, you know, basically like hand jobs and blow jobs. And they would drive you around the city. It was very... Um, <laughs> I, so sightseeing I, yes. as well as Sa- oh, sightseeing was a big part of it for me. <laughs> so you've got conversational Italian, sightseeing, uh, getting groceries, and uh, exercising your uh, forearms. Yes, exactly. And uh, I did have one guy that broke my heart. Uh, he was a political bodyguard, hot as fuck. And he <laughs> he picked me up one day uh, near Castel Sant'Angelo, which is an odd place to get picked up. And um uh, he was so gorgeous and he just, you know, so I got in his car, we went around and we went to a, um, the, uh, um, uh, this train station that was, it wasn't out of service, but it was after midnight. So it was closed. And so we went and we did it on the train tracks wow. and, um, Ooh. he was great. Then he drove me around, we went sightseeing and he dropped me off, uh, not far from where I lived. And I just said, you know, I don't usually, uh, do this, but I would, um, love to, uh, get your number. Uh, and he was like, this is the Julia Roberts moment in Pretty Women. Yeah, literally. And he's he said, I am a political bodyguard. I still live. I live with my family. They have no idea I'm gay. (laughs) I will not give you my number. But if I see you in the streets again, I will gladly pick you up. And I was like, oh, (laughs) so he didn't take you to the polo like they did in Pretty Woman. No, he didn't. And you never saw him again. Didn't get the Versace. No, Castel Stantangelo certainly became my stomping grounds right. for a while, but you wouldn't get picked up there normally. You would have to go to Villa Borghese or the Pyramid. And do you, do you were saying about learning the the ropes or something? Was there a was there a nice thing about being able to experiment with your sexuality, but it just being transactional? Yeah, it was wonderful. I wouldn't change it for anything. I got to know so much about sexuality. Most of these people were married and uh, were having something on the side. Uh, I, I learned that, of course, in a Catholic country. Um, they, you know, Everybody was very safe. I was very lucky. I, I was able to be a hustler in the 80s and not get AIDS. So just to show how careful I was. Mm, that's a win. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, just also just it, it, becoming a good judge of character, I think. I mean, there were some mm. people that were uh, pretty rotten, uh, I could tell, and I wouldn't even do it. So that was good. I also learned about the camaraderie among different kinds of hustlers. There was one street that was for women. There was another that was for trans. There was another that were for men. Mm-hmm. And don't you dare go to the other person's street. Don't you dare. Right. They, you would get yelled at. I mean, But then everybody would go to the same cafe or bar, and it's all chit-chat. We're all chumps, but don't you dare try to work their wow. block. What about when um, when you joined the you know started becoming a hustler? Did you were they not a little resistant to you being the new boy on the block? How did that work out? No, I know it was it was fine. There was people coming and going and going and coming and always too soon. Um, <laughs> wah, wah. No, <laughs> no, no, I never felt that um, that at all. And you know what's interesting is um, uh, 
years later in Zurich, uh, when I was there for a PETA work, one of our biggest undercover investigators, uh, he would go all over the world. He was from Swiss television and document the most hideous things. Tortoises being uh, eviscerated for turtle meat, for soup, uh, laboratories, fur farms. And I would have to sit in his, you know, basement and watch these horrible videos to figure out how we could use them in the States and come up with international targets. And I would go hang out in this bar in Zurich that was near where I was staying. And um, I didn't know it, but it was a hustler bar. It was it was like uh, and this guy came up uh, and started talking to me. uh, Very attractive. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to go off and have a drink somewhere else. I was like, sure. Uh, And then uh, he told me that, uh, you know, it's it's not the best bar to work. There's other places. And I said, oh, what do you mean? And he said, well, that's that's a hustler bar. And he's and he's he was a hustler himself. Oh. But as a newcomer to town, he wanted me to know that there were other places. And it was so sweet. Oh, and, yeah. and I, you know, I, I we he took me home to his apartment, gave me a haircut on his kitchen floor. Uh, we hung out. Did not have sex. It was just like a chum, you know. That's so cool. Uh, the honor I, of hustlers. Yeah. And it's happened to me a few times uh, with both women and male hustlers that we have this kind of like unspoken or yeah, camaraderie. That's so nice. Which is- and you, you, you told a, a, a brilliant story that I'd love you to tell about at the time in Italy when you dressed up as a priest at a fashion show. <laughs> yes. So we, you know, and, and one of Peter's biggest accomplishments is decimating the fur trade. Yes. Um, and it started in the early late eighties, early nineties, where we started raiding the designers offices like Calvin Klein and, and, and occupying them. Uh, Calvin ended up stopping fur after 19 years. We ended up becoming a uh, friend. We used to hang out at what became club coming when it was, um, wonder bar, wonder bar, wonder, wonder bar. bar. Anyways. Uh, so we started infiltrating the fashion shows and it started getting very, very difficult to, you know, get through the lines of security, especially in Paris and Milan. And I would, become friends with people in Milan. You know, I speak Italian fluently and, uh, you know, th- through friends, uh, we would find somebody who was a makeup artist and you, 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 they'd sneak you in, but they would be so horrified at being fired from their jobs uh, that had to do with fashion. So we had to find new ways every mm. time. So one time I thought, oh my God, I had just been to a fetish ball and I dressed as a priest. And uh, <laughs> I thought, might as well get double duty out of that outfit. So I thought... I'm going to dress as a priest and try to get into this show in Milan. Uh, and I got these fake reading glasses. I had a sign, a PETA sign up my pant leg that said, thou shalt not kill. And it had the no fur symbol. Um, and I got these fake reading glasses to make myself keep in character and not, you know, uh, and I, I went to the, you know, check-in and they said, uh, are you, uh, what's your name? I, I said, I'm not going to be on your list. I'm the parish priest for the, for the designer. But he, uh, uh, he invited me to the show and I said I couldn't because I had a mask. And I woke up this morning and thought, you know what? I should be good luck for him. I, don't, I, I should be his good luck charm. So I, I'm here. And she went, oh, how nice. And let me in. Wow. Fabulous. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I love your backstory. That's yeah. really fabulous backstory. It's so believable, isn't it? It was it was thrilling. And so I, I got in uh, and I, I spotted a few reporters, fashion reporters, who I knew, and I didn't want them coming up to say anything to me. I did see one woman's, like, you know, uh, get shocked. And so I would like hide behind the, 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 the bleachers, you know, the seats and all that. But then um, when the show started, it was like a horseshoe runway uh, and you know, hundreds of paparazzi and, and, and people uh, ringing the, the, the runway. And I went to one runway and the guard who was at the side of the runway just looked at me, gave me the evil eye, like, and I thought, there's no way I'll get past him. So I walked completely around to the other runway on the other part of the horseshoe and this security guard looked up at me and thought, oh, a priest. And I thought, he's my guy. Yeah. Wow. So I, I uh, leapt up onto the runway. I, had, I carefully, uh, I walked with a bit of a limp because I had this banner up my leg. I just leapt on the runway, made God, sure the sign was. as well, a limping priest. No one's going to stop a limping priest, priest are they? <laughs> no, so nobody. You don't do a winner there. Yeah. And so I got up on the catwalk and I made sure I had my sign the right way up because I've made that mistake before. And the models just started clogging up behind me and the pounding, pounding music uh, all of a sudden turned off. And then everybody from other parts of the Horseshoe Runway started running over to see what was happening. And I just stood my ground and I had a very serious look and I went very slowly so that every camera could get a proper shot moving very and having a very grim look on my face. And the security guards were all had all gathered and they were like, what do we do? Have we can't tackle a priest? Where can we? And so I just looked at them like, you know, you, you try it. And uh, this security guard, the one from the other side, just jumped me and tackled me to the ground, knocked me on my back. And mean that's, uh, yeah, the mean one. And that's all the Italian ladies in the front row needed to jump from their seats and swatting the security guard with their program saying, <laughs> leave the priest alone, leave the priest alone. Oh my God. <laughs> And all these cameras doing it, and that was the hardest part, not laughing. Really? Not laughing at that moment. And they ended That's up... fantastic. Um, they ended up lifting me up, carrying me down a few flights of stairs, and tossing me in the street. Um, and the the media all left the fashion show to follow. Wow. And, uh, and, you know, it really ruined their event, which is... I think that's, as an activist, yeah, we can be outside with a few placards and, you know, hope disrupt those mm. things just get find your targets and make get right in the middle and let them organize everything and fuck mm. it up that's how we've had our biggest victories um, and what was that designer uh that was cavalli oh. and has cavalli changed his uh, uh, uh slant no has fun? not oh. has not but they just got a new ceo and uh we're gonna make an appeal to them but it did it did doing those disruptions um in milan uh, those were front page news. We've we've done a few of them um, uh, uh, there, um, and all of a sudden, the other designers like Armani 
started agreeing to meet with us. Mm. They said, oh, if we meet with you, will you not disrupt our show? We're like, yeah, oh, of course. You know, and that led, and, and now Armani stopped, Versace, Gucci. And now when I fly to Milan, I used to always fly to Milan and end up in jail. And now I literally like seven times. And now I fly to Milan and meet with Versace, Armani, Moschino, and they've all given up fur. And now we're talking about vegan mm. leather and, and vegan uh, vegan wool and uh, what is mock croc or fake snake. Mm. And it's kind of like, it was more exciting before, but it's, and actually the, the big Milan newspaper, Corriere della Sera did a big feature showing, you know, then and now, and I'm like in a big suit, you know, you know, having all these meetings, whereas before I would be hauled off to jail. Oh, interesting. But Dan, what does that moment feel like when you, because what you're describing when you jump up on that catwalk or runway is like, it feels to me like that thing you used to have in school where you were like in an, in an assembly hall and you'd be like, what if I stood up and screamed? But actually you do it. And like, what does it yes. feel like the moment just before you're about to do it? It's so liberating. It's so liberating because, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty loving person. I do love everybody, but there are fucking bastards in the world. And I think Peter's strength is identifying the biggest bastard and very strategically going for the throat. <laughs> and I am delighted to be frontline and on that. I still am, yeah. you know, um, and the whole leadership here, all of our you know senior VPs, we, you know, still do that. And I think that's why we've become the biggest uh, animal rights group in the world is because we uh, are not uh, this big bourgeois group who, you know, we are all still in the trenches. Mm, mm, mm. But it's also been amazing how you've attracted such a wide spectrum of, uh, of people to work with you. Like I, I, I remember when Pamela Anderson, at the height of her Baywatch fame, suddenly became a PETA uh, person. And that was, I mean, yeah. that must have revolutionized things for you because she was like the most famous person in the world at that point, wasn't she? I mean, or up there. She, she, did, she did revolutionize it. She probably has done more uh, to put PETA on the global map than anybody. Pamela wow. would get these gigs to introduce a music festival in Finland. So she'd say, what's going on in Finland? And I'd say, well, it's the biggest fur farming nation in Europe. They electrocute 5 million foxes. So she's like, you be my plus one, come and we'll have a news conference as soon as I get off the plane, calling on the... So wherever she got a gig, she would forward it to me saying, are you free? Can you come you know, meet me? And what's the issue? You know, she got out of the Big Brother house in Australia and went directly to KFC to protest how they boil birds alive in defeathering tanks. Oh. And you can imagine... All the press came. So she having yeah, her yeah. and uh, and it's just been a joy. She ended up being me and Jack's uh, maid of honor at our wedding. She wore such a sex pot outfit that the Daily Mail called her the maid of dishonor. But um, <laughs> Oh, my God. The Daily Mail it just never fails. But she's that great. was in Las Vegas. You got married in Las Vegas, didn't you? And who was yeah. who is yet another? Uh, uh, Chrissy Hine was our best man. Right. Hmm. Um, you know what was a big cause to big stir one time when you brought Pamela to Club Coming um, yes. after something. And it was it was uh, I wasn't there that, that night. Alas, I've never met her. I'd love to. But but uh, when you brought Pamela to Club Coming, there was a you know, everyone was so excited to see her. And it was one of those nights where everyone's getting up and singing a song. And I think someone came up and said to Pam, would you like to, you know, sing a song or, or something? And she went, no, but. I'll run across the stage in slow motion if you like, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was so darling. And of course, the stage is about the size of a you know a small dining table. And I just thought, loved the idea that she would like run. She would have done it too. She'd have run across in slow motion like the start That's of the Baywatch so uh, title sequence. Isn't that cute? Yes, I love that. it was cute. 
she loved it there and she was so excited to go there uh she's you know she's the same shares my motto if in doubt go out really oh, I love that. <laughs> me too we've got to finish dan i think oh this has been absolutely magical it really and, has yeah. and i think you know also if you uh, people are listening dan is, is not only a great raconteur but has written two books the first one is called um oh, what's it called uh, committed. Wait, committed. We've got both here. For committed, which is about his uh, uh, early days. Oh, so, yes, he's got you in a rabbit <laughs> outfit on the front because that's one of the yes. other things you did with Peter. You dressed up as a rabbit, didn't you? And oh, yes, lots of things. Protests. Yes. And lots of costumes. Hmm. Lots of costumes. And then there's and then a new the one. most recent books, Like Crazy, which is about the, the his mum and the year that uh, mum came to stay and was diagnosed with schizophrenia after her entire life and then also in that magical kind of crazy year in this crumbling house that you just bought you also because i was saying to chris you don't expect i wouldn't i wouldn't have thought you'd have expected like you get in this crumbling house you've got your ancient crazy mom living with you not exactly husband material it's not like you don't right. think i'm going to get but that's what happened that's what's so magical about this book and about your story with jack is that that's the year that you met and jack was able to get to know your mom and be there with you yeah, it was really, months. it was really, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't have imagined that it could come out like this. He had just separated from his wife and starting a divorce, had four kids. He was in a midlife crisis. I had just started a different mm. kind of midlife crisis looking after my mom, but he had been an orphan too. So they had the orphan wow. bond instantly. And um, we just became inseparable and we were the ones that started the parties that continue now. And, and is he an activist uh. as well? Did, did meeting you bring that side out in him? It did. It did. He wasn't before, but um, we were, uh, he's, he's done a ton of PETA actions and he's become an incredible vegan chef. Mm. Uh, we, our last dinner party before lockdown, we were in LA actually, and Dita Von Teese invited us over to make a vegan meal for her and Elvira. Wow. And um, oh, we brought in all these, that was our big hurrah before lockdown in, in March. Wow. But um, Dan, this has been absolutely l- It magical. really has. And Thanks thank so much for so having much. me. What a riot he is, isn't he? He is a one-man riot. Like he's like a like the Tasmanian devil. I mean, it's a, it's no wonder that he is is such a good activist. Yes, because his energy and his lust for life, and and also his openness to other people's ideas. I think that's really important. That was a that was a really great thing to hear. It was so lovely to hear that. But he also, what I think is fascinating about him is he sort of presents in this very. Like he could also be a librarian, you know what I mean? Like, you <laughs> yes. know, like, and I don't mean that in any way rude about librarians or anything, but there's this sort of uh quality about him and homespun. Yeah, like, I loved he kept mentioning rough and tumble when he's referring to all the ex cons and <laughs> tattoo. I, I, like, I can't, you know, I can't keep so. How many people are in your house? Who's where? Everyone's having sex, and, the, and then suddenly and the back stairs, yeah, and everything. And <laughs> now there's a buffet, like, and I love this. I love, I love. <laughs> I love the idea that someone comes up and he goes, someone goes, oh my God, there's a white supremacist here. And he goes, gosh, who, where? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what did you think, viewers, viewing millions? Mm. Maybe you should write to us at uh, hello at homosapienspodcast.com and tell us what you thought about our chat with Dan Matthews and just tell us whatever you think. Send us agony uncle questions. Yeah. Shoot the breeze. Shoot the vegan breeze. Fire away, people. Um, and thank you so much for listening. This has been one of my favourite episodes. 
Has it really? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Also, don't you want to see? You have to see. We can do it on Instagram. And, oh yes, uh, Facebook. Um, yes. I do. Also, I mean, where would we be without social media? You've got to get in touch with us uh, at Homo Sapiens on Instagram or at Homo Sapiens Podcast on Facebook. And also go to Apple Podcasts and you can review us and you can maybe win a T-shirt or you can buy the T-shirts and uh, the sweatshirt the, uh, at uh, a very long... Uh, at everpress.com uh, forward slash homo sapiens. Yeah. Or unincoming.com forward slash shop. Yes. Anyway, uh, that's all that. That's the business out of the way. It was lovely to see you, Chris. Lovely to see you too. And thank you, listeners. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Powered by Spirit Studios.